Welcome to the Freight Broker Bootcamp audio experience, and I'm your host, Dennis Brown. Today, we're going to talk about what is holding you back from success. What's preventing you from launching and growing a successful freight brokerage or freight agency? We're going to talk about that on the front end. And then I'm going to give you four tips, four strategies on how to overcome those obstacles, right? So listen, let's dive into this, guys. Let's just dive in. Let's let's uh, let's peel off the Band-Aid, okay? Because uh, some of this is maybe a little hard for you guys to hear, but I need to give you a little bit of a dose of reality because being an entrepreneur is not always easy. It's just not. And people that want to be an entrepreneur, want to own their own business, or have any significant goal in life, there's always excuses, right? There's always things we blame. And so you may have said to yourself, you may have heard other people say to yourself, you know, oh, I just don't have the time. I just don't have the time. I've got family and I've got hobbies and I've got a job and I've got all these things. And time is that big issue that you point to the reason why you, what's holding you back. And some people will say, well, I don't have the money right? I don't have enough money to become a freight broker or freight agent. I just don't have enough money because I have bills and my mortgage and my car payment and, and you know, in my, in my, uh, you know, Starbucks coffee, right? I don't have the money. So sometimes that becomes the excuse that's holding you back, right? Sometimes it's knowledge. You're here today to gain some knowledge. So I respect that. Kudos to you. But sometimes you think that you need to know everything, before you get started. And so knowledge is sometimes holding you back. You, you use knowledge as a crutch to say, well, maybe if I just know a little bit more, I'll get started, I'll launch, right? Sometimes it's competition. You say to yourself, oh my gosh, there's so much competition. This is, I wanna do this niche and there's so much competition and I don't think I can do it. And so it's, you know, it's all oh, the competition, right? There's, there's already a lot of freight brokers out there. There's a lot of freight agents out there. Sometimes you'll use that as your crutch. And then sometimes it's even your spouse or your loved ones, right? Sometimes it's your family. Sometimes it's the people around you that um, you, you'll blame them because they're holding you back and they're not supporting you and they're not doing the things they need to do to help you get there. Those are common excuses and reasons that you and many others have used to th that are holding you back. Those are the reasons that you're giving why you haven't built a successful freight brokerage or freight agency or, or whatever goal it is you're going after. Okay. Th this applies across the board, right? We just happen to be talking about freight broker and freight agency today. So what I want you to understand is that all five of those things are wrong. It's not, those are not the issues that are holding you back. Do you want to know what's holding you back? It's really simple and it's a four letter word, but it's not a bad word. It's not a cuss word. Uh, unfortunately, I, I cuss from time to time, but not today. And the word is fear. Okay. It's fear. And so fear is what most holds most people back. And it comes in a bunch of different, it comes in a bunch of different formats a bunch of different colors and shapes and styles. Let me give you some examples. Fear of failure. You're afraid to fail. It, it's common. It happens all the time. The fear of failure holds lots of people back. Fear of the unknown. What if? 
what might happen. Fear of the unknown is another big one. Fear of what people might think. Wow, this is a huge one. Believe it or not, you're very, you're more concerned what your loved ones and neighbors and friends might think than you are achieving your goals. That happens all the time. Fear of success. Yep, you heard me. It's the fear of, are you worthy enough? Are you worthy to be successful? And fear of rejection. I mean, these are just a few. Fear of rejection. Some people just can't handle rejection, right? They can't handle rejection from anybody. They, particularly, they can't handle rejection from a potential prospect or from a carrier or for someone in business, right? So those are some examples of fear that is actually holding you back. Now, do you know what fear stands for? I was taught in the acronym that I use, F-E-A-R, fake evidence appearing real, okay? Remember that, fake evidence appearing real, F-E-A-R. And I love that definition because there's, you know, fear has benefits, right? Fear can be good. Believe it or not, fear can be good. It keeps us alive, right? Uh, it keeps us out of danger. Right? So when, when you're standing on top of the Empire State Building and you look down, everybody's afraid of heights almost because it's a long way down. And if I fall or if this metal you know, uh, breaks and I fall over the edge or a gust of wind or, or hurricane or earthquake or whatever, all of a sudden I may fall off the building and die. So your fear, that fear is real, okay? But fear of rejection, fear of what other people might say, fear of a little bit of failure, you know, those things, that's what I consider to be fake evidence appearing real. Now, sometimes it can be very real in your mind, but the reality is, again, fear can be useful. Don't get me wrong. I remember a perfect example. Several years ago, I went skydiving. Yep. I decided to jump out of a perfectly good plane, right? <laughs> While it was flying. And um, I went skydiving and I remember being on the ground with the instructor and, you know, it, it wasn't really scary, right? We stood out on the wing and we jumped off the wing while the plane was on the ground. No big deal. And then as the, as the time went on and we, I realized that I was going to be getting in the plane and it was this little teeny plane, right? I mean, there's only room for like three or four people in the plane. This little dinky plane, smallest plane I've ever been in, right? And so I get in the, uh, as, as the time comes up where we're about to get into this plane, the fear started to well up. I started thinking about, oh my God, what if the plane crashes? I've got kids and I've got a family and I've got a business and I've got people counting on me. And then I said, well, what if the parachute doesn't open? And you know, what's going to happen then? Will the backup parachute open? And what if that doesn't open? And so all this fear was going on in my mind. And what I realized is that that's designed to keep me alive. And I understand that. But I did it anyway. And went up in the plane, jumped out of the plane at like, I don't know, 10,000 feet or something. Skydived for, you know, less than a minute because you were going really fast. Hit the ripcord, drifted down very slowly, landed on the ground, perfect landing, and everything was great. Nobody got injured, nobody got hurt. Everything was great. So in that case, it became fake evidence appearing real. And so what I want to give you guys today is I want to give you a few tools. I want to give you four strategies that will help you 
to overcome your fear of success, overcome your fear, whatever that fear is that's holding you back, right? As an entrepreneur, as a freight broker, as a freight agency, right? So here we go, guys. I'm going to give you four tactics. I'm going to give you four strategies on how you can overcome this fear, right? So here we go. Number one, this is, these are in no discernible order. This just happens to be a really freaking important one, okay? You need to redefine and rethink what you consider failure, right? So we need to rethink this whole concept, fear, fear of failure, because that's a big fear that most of you have. You need to redefine this concept of failure. See, what you have to understand is that success and failure are not opposite ends of the spectrum, meaning they're not either or. You succeed or you fail. That's not true. Okay, so you have to get that out of your head. What you have to understand is that success is over here and it's your goal and what you, it's, it's what you're striving for every day. The only way to get to success is to go through failure. So it's a, it's a, continue, it's a continuing continuance and enduring of failure. So it's failure, 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 success. So failure is kind of like the hazing that you have to go through in order to be successful. So it's the steps, it's the milestones, it's the journey that you have to go through. And all success is on the other side of fear. So you have to go through the fear in order to hit success. That's a fact. You have to go through failure to hit success. So I can, I have failed so many times it would be impossible to count. Now, when I say failure, I mean small failures and even large failures, multi-million dollar failures, right? So I've had some small, a lot of small failures and even some really big failures. And so you have to understand and learn how to redefine failure because success and failure are not opposite sides of the spectrum. In order for you to be successful, you have to go through failure and get to the other side in order to be successful. So that's the mindset you have to take. You have to know 100% and you have to be comfortable 100% with the fact that you are going to have failure along the way. You're going to make sales calls and they're going to fail. You're, you're going to get rejection, right? You're, there's certain goals you're going to set. You're going to fail. It happens. You're going to, you're going to put a plan in place and it's going to fail. That's all part of the process, right? So failing is a, a really critical and important part of the process. It's how we learn. It's how we hone our skills. It's how we get better at our craft by failing. You learn nothing by winning. You learn nothing by winning. You learn everything by losing, okay? So that's important. That's number one. You need to redefine how you think about failure, right? All right, it's enough about that. Number two, this is another big one. You have to avoid what I call compare-itis. And I promise you, compare-itis has killed way, killed the dreams and the goals of way more people than Corona, than the people that have died of Corona. And not to belittle those situations because, you know, that's very sad. But my point is, is that, that, that compare-itis is when, I call it comparitis. I came up with that name, but comparitis is when you compare yourself 
to someone else. So it happens all the time on social media. Oh, they've got a bigger house and oh, they've got a bigger car or a better car. Oh, they've got, you know, uh, a pool or they've got, you know, whatever, right? You're comparing your story to their story. Comparitis can be extremely powerful in a negative way. It can also debilitate a lot of people because it demotivates them, right? So, so for you on this live right now, for you to compare your journey where you are today to my journey where I've been an entrepreneur for over 25 years doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. It's going to demotivate most of you. There's very few people that are going to be able to take that and use it as motivation to get up every day and just keep swinging. So comparitis is never a good thing. Don't compare yourself to other people. It's not fair to compare your chapter one to someone else's chapter 10 because they're at a different stage of their life, their business, their experience, all of that. But it doesn't mean you can't get there. You just have to go through failure. You have to learn. You have to progress. You have to, it takes time, right? And so comparitis is when you're comparing yourself to other people that you shouldn't be comparing yourself to. Now, comparing yourself to your peers is, is fine. And, and there's value there. I mean, I see it all the time, again, especially on social media. But I promise you, comparatus has been the death of many people who otherwise could have been huge success in life and business, right? So stop comparing yourself to others. That's number two, right? Number three, I talked about this earlier with my, with my uh, skydiving story, my brief skydiving story. And so number three is you have to learn how to steer into fear. Whatever you fear, you have to learn to steer into it as opposed to avoiding it. You will never get over or past your fear by avoiding it. It just can't happen. You will never do it. If you're afraid of frogs and you, you know, my daughter, she's 14 year old, 14 years old since she's been little, she's deathly afraid of a frog. She has a phobia, right? The only way she's ever going to get over that is by steering into it. She's got to look at pictures of frogs. She's then got to see live frogs. Eventually she'll maybe have to hold the frog. It's the only way. And she hasn't been able to do it to this point. And she may never be able to do that. But she needs to make that decision that it's worthwhile for her to steer into fear. That's what I did with my, with my skydiving story. I was afraid. I, I had fear. I had anxiety. I was worried going up in that plane. All these things that could go wrong, all the moving parts. I mean, it was scary, right? But what I said to myself is, is this just fake evidence? What's the probability of something going wrong? Very, very small right? Super small. And so I looked at it analytically and I said, you know, if I can get past this fear, what other fears can I get past in the future? And so that was a big one. And so I steered right into it, signed up for the class, took the class, went up in a plane and jumped out of a perfectly good plane. So I promise you, if I can do that, you can become a freight broker. Okay. So there's the hope, right? So you have to learn to steer into whatever you fear. If you're afraid to, if you're afraid of rejection in sales, you've got to make more sales calls. You've got to get desensitized to that. You have to understand that, that getting rejected is part of that journey. Everybody, there's not one single person that's an entrepreneur 
that did not get rejected hundreds, if not thousands of times. Not one. There's not one entrepreneur that's ever done anything meaningful or significant that did not get rejected hundreds, if not thousands of times. I've been rejected tens of thousands of times in my career. And if I let it stop me, I, would not, I wouldn't be where I am today. I wouldn't have the story that you guys have all heard. You know, 25 years, three multi-million dollar companies, grew a freight brokerage to over 80 million in sales, sold it. Now I work from home and make multi six figures working part-time. So, you know, again, guys, you have to understand that, you know, learning, you have to learn to steer into whatever you fear. You have to understand all success is on the other side of fear. So you've got to get past that, right? So my recommendation is steer into it, right? In other words, you have to get out of that comfort zone. You're in a comfort zone right now and you have to get out of that, right? All right, so number four is you need to start leveraging momentum. Now, you may not have ever heard this before, but I'm a big, big believer in momentum and the power of momentum. So for example, you've got a rock, it's sitting on the ground, it's a thousand pounds, and when you first start pushing that rock, it's really heavy. But then you get one revolution, and it gets lighter. And the next revolution, it gets lighter. And the next revolution, it gets lighter. And it's because of that momentum and the inertia that that rock has gained. And so what I want you guys to do is consider this. You know, your first goal as an entrepreneur shouldn't be necessarily to be a millionaire or to have a a million dollar business. Those are worthy goals. But the problem is, is where you are now, there's too big of a gap between where you are and where you want to be. And so my suggestion is to set smaller goals. And these are step goals. These could be daily, weekly, monthly type goals that you can definitely achieve. You have the skills to achieve. You have the time, you have the resources, you have the energy to achieve. So for example, for you, it might be, um, get my freight broker authority. That might be one of your goals. Or if you're going to be a freight agent, it's to find a freight brokerage that you can operate and work under as an independent freight agent, right? That's an example. And another one might be to get your first shipment, move your first shipment. I remember that goal. I set that goal. My first shipment. I remember very vividly. I remember that when it was, I remember the company. I remember all of that because that was an important step in my journey. I didn't go from getting my authority to doing a million dollars in sales. That's not how it worked. I got my authority. I failed, 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 failed. Got my first client. Moved my first load. Failed, 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 failed. Got another client. Failed, 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 failed. Got another client. Failed, 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 failed. Got another client. And eventually after the first year, we did over a million dollars in sales. We were very blessed. But that momentum of setting those daily and weekly goals that I kept achieving those goals, get my authority, set up my website, get my first shipper, move my first load, start moving one load a day. All these little step goals created momentum and that momentum created confidence and it created inertia and it became very powerful, much like that rock, thousand pound rock, you're standing next to it. It's not going to hurt you. 
But if that thing's rolling at five miles an hour and you stand in front of it, it's going to roll you over. So as an entrepreneur, having that momentum of achieving those smaller goals, it's absolutely um, amazing. It's absolutely so one of the most powerful concepts in the world is the power of momentum. And in business, momentum can be very fickle, but you have to focus on getting some sort of momentum with your goals and, and that will drive your daily activities, okay? So those are the four guys. Number one, you need to rethink the definition of failure. Number two, you need to avoid comparitis. Number three, you need to learn how to steer directly into whatever you're afraid of. And number four, you need to start leveraging momentum, right? So those are the four, uh, the four strategies that I wanted to share with you guys today. For those of you that are, that are being held back, you're debating on whether you want to become a freight broker or if you need training to be a freight broker or freight agent. You know, you guys probably know the story. I've trained over 7,000 brokers, been in business over a decade. You can go to freightbrokerbootcamp.com to learn, you know, a 100% risk-free offer on how to get trained as a freight broker or freight agent. Again, we've trained thousands of students through that program with like a 95, 97% customer satisfaction rate. So you guys can check that out. Have an awesome day, have an awesome week, and I'll see you next Monday with the next Freight Broker Live. Thanks. Hey, thanks for tuning in today. I'm humbled that you allowed me to be a part of your day. Now subscribe to the podcast so we can do this more often. And for those of you that take the next 15 to 30 seconds to rate and review the podcast, thank you so much. I greatly appreciate it. And who knows, maybe we'll give you a shout out on a future episode.